Welcome to the Hell Yes or Hell No podcast, the podcast designed to help you use your imagination and start your own conversations. We're your hosts, Sue and Mike, with an occasional guest for special episodes. Each week, we'll dive into various topics and scenarios like, would you move to another country? Or is it okay to slap someone in public? So join us every Friday and find out if it's a hell yes or a hell no. You can subscribe to our podcast for free on your favorite platform, and you can also join us on any social media channel. So until then, let's talk about it. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Hell Yes or Hell No podcast. It's the podcast designed to get you talking. This is episode 36, but before we get started, just a little reminder to please subscribe for free on your favorite platform, and even better, leave us a great review. It only takes a minute, and it will help the podcast reach more listeners like you. Also, you can join us on any social media channel and let us know there if today's episode is a hell yes or a hell no for you. Stay tuned at the end, and we'll give you all of the details. All right, let's talk about it. Hi, everyone. Happy Friday. Welcome to episode number 36. This is Sue, and as always, I have Majesty Mike here with me. Thank you. How has your week been going? All right. Week's not bad. Everything's going well. That's good. So, what about your week? It's been pretty busy. Pretty busy? Pretty busy. Work? Work Yeah, work is just busy. And, you know... We had some family in town, unfortunately, you know, we had a funeral and, uh, so we were very busy this weekend, hanging out with family, helping out and stuff like that. You ever, you ever wonder, you ever thought about a funeral that that was good? That was a good funeral? Mm, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I necessarily think about it. This was, this this was a, a good funeral. Believe it or not, this funeral brought a lot of people together. You know, you've seen funerals when people say yeah, we need to get together and mm-hmm. you know, all this stuff. This funeral right here, man, bring a lot of people together. And, you know, I'm sorry for my uncle's loss. Yeah. You know, I'm hurt behind it. But listen, this this thing helps. It helps a lot. Trust me. I'll, I'll talk more about it yeah. some other time. But Yeah, I think it would be a good way to express, you know, what, you know, typically funerals are very, very sad. And yeah. and I think I made mention about this the other day that, and, and again, it's not like I go to funerals all the time, but yeah. this was the first funeral that I've been to in my memory where nobody was really crying much. Yeah, that's because of the, the person who passed. Yeah, yeah. That's a reflection on what, you know, what he was to the community, to the people uh, um, he touched. But anyway, yeah. it was great. Um, let's move on. Okay. All right, so um, today's topic, it should be interesting. Sorry, guys, I moved from the microphone. Um, I think it, I think today's topic will be interesting. It shouldn't be controversial, but it is. Let's and, do it. And uh, some people will make it controversial. Like so always. let's be clear. All right. All right, so let's go. So today's topic, should critical race theory be taught? In public schools or any in, school? In, in schools, in general, um, hell no. I think they should stop teaching it because they're not going to teach what what needs to be taught. That's an interesting take. Yeah, they they only going to teach what they think that people want to hear. That we was bought, we was sold. You know, gotta gotta gotta. They're not going to teach all the great accomplishments that Africans Americans have made in the United States or around the world. 
Yeah, but I, I mean, in theory, the reason why this comes up as controversial is <clears throat> because part partly the way that, and and it's called CRT for short. And just just to be clear for the listeners, critical race theory it's across uh, it's a cross disciplinary examination that's done by civil rights activists, scholars, social activists. Um, and they review the laws and how the social and political movements of, of today and how the media shape the social concepts of race and ethnicity. So it's teaching a lot of people think a lot of people think CRT is teaching all children or people that white people are inherently racist and bad and minorities can't stand up for themselves. It's far from the truth on both sides. Yeah. That's far from the truth. Yeah. And so you have, it's become a movement as part of, of, of politics. Unfortunately, they, <laughs> you know, politicians always want to get in and just do whatever they want, but it's actually, it, I think it was actually banned here in, in Virginia. That's cool. I think in whenever the, the last governor came into place, Okay. He banned critical race uh, theory teaching in any public school. I mean, what was his reasoning? Um, there was a there was a few different ones. Hold on. I mean, I just want to find out why he banned it. I mean, well, when I when I read about when I read about why it was banned, it he essentially is saying that the fact that you teach critical race theory is racist itself. <laughs> <laughs> so he's basically trying to twist it. By what saying it, he's what he's saying is are we bashing the, uh, are they we're bashing the white you know white white people or what do you want to call it I mean right they're basically saying by teaching it this way you're making people feel bad about themselves no, meaning the white folks no no man listen listen that stuff was in history nobody's making anybody feel bad they just want to be recognized no, yeah what is so going on. the the governor said. This is why it was important that he passed this bill. Political indoctrination has no place in our classrooms. Critical race theory and its progeny instructs students to only view life through the lens of race and presumes that some students are consciously or unconsciously racist, sexist, or oppressive, and that the other student is the victim. So are they going to continue to teach history? Well, you know, there are some states in the process now of banning african-american studies in schools <laughs> okay yeah it's happening in florida so what is it going to fix it's not going to fix anything <laughs> they, I mean, they so, don't so, they they so don't is want it hurting anybody that's that's my key who is this hurting they don't, it, it's hurting white people how because it's making them feel inferior oh, you're what because the the way make and, it make sense look, to me, somebody. Please. I want to make sure that I want to make sure I want to make sure the listeners understand. First of all, I'm going to go ahead and answer the question. I know you said hell no, and I like the take that you took, but my answer is yes, hell yes. We're not talking just about school for me. To me, those kind of things need to be taught at home. Personally, yes. And I'm talking about all races. All races. I'm not talking about just white people or just black people or Asian people. It needs to be taught at home. The problem, the problem with introducing this type of critical race theory teaching is it, it doesn't happen at home. And so people have, 
come up with this concept of teaching it in school, but you know, you've got these other people that are just rail against it because they feel like you're diminishing a white child or something like that. Oh, my stars, man. This, this thing is crazy. This race thing has is, is gotten out of hand big time. It's just we are people, man, no matter how you look at it. You know, we studied what history, white history, black history. It's just history. Right. And But here's the thing. It's called critical race theory okay. because they know things can evolve and change, right? Because every day it, we learn new things. Yes. Right? And And the reality is... All of this is a social construct, and that's where CRT comes into play. They don't want to just teach you that slavery happened. They want you to go look at all of the systemic laws and policies that they're also saying it's not just a person that's racist. The system is set up. We yes, the system is set up, and that's what that that's what critical race theory focuses in on. It's it doesn't focus on. We need to go teach white children that African-Americans were enslaved many, many years ago. And we need to teach white kids that racism is not good and you shouldn't be a racist. That's not that's not what CRT is about, but that's what the politicians make it out to be. The system is broken. It's been broken for years. And like I was telling you before, um, I don't know when this conversation happened years later. I don't know before. Black people are already 200 years behind. Yeah, we were having this conversation the other day. Yeah, they're already 200 years behind. And I know what they're saying. Well, they got the same opportunities, you know, as we got now, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. But we're still behind. It doesn't, yeah. it doesn't make a difference on what we what we have now. Yeah. That we still, we're still not educated as well as, you know, as some others. Our parents had a had a hard time. So how did they teach us the same um philosophies that they had Mm -hmm. if they didn't know better we didn't know better right so we're still behind so yeah the system is broken man because we still got to fix that part well and and think of it this way i i know i mentioned that this is not just about people having you know bias but it's also built into the way that our systems work right so i was reading several of the examples that we're giving in terms of what how people could start to understand why why CRT is important. Okay. And one of them being it is a, a test that they actually did. They took a job resume, and the resumes were identical. Identical school, identical, um, identical experience. Everything was identical. The only thing they did was switch the name. So on one application it was john smith and on the other one it was like tyreek williams okay makes sense I'm gonna, yeah excuse me everybody and <clears throat> so both of them being identical they selected john smith john smith because the there's name. an unconscious bias that they think that that name is a black person yeah and they could have selected one or the uh, they could have selected him, but they chose the other one simply because they thought that guy was white. Listen, I'm, I'm going to tell you the story real fast. <laughs> I'm okay. crazy you said okay. that. I got a buddy. Him and his wife was 
were um, expecting a child. Mm-hmm. They had a, they had a they had a boy. They gave him Jonathan. Oh, I can't remember the middle name. Something Harris. Mm-hmm. And I asked him why. He said because man, when somebody look at his name, they wouldn't know if he's black or white. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. pretty much tried to give him a white name so he have a a chance. Right. In life, I'm so that's that's crazy to hear that somebody actually named their kids something differently than what they would have named it, just because to get a head start in right. life with his name. So the name of Jonathan, I can't think what his name other was Edward or something. Man. Yeah, but see, people don't people don't see and understand that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's true. But it that right there, and I hate to use this euphemism, that's black and white. <laughs> Person, I mean, yeah. Because we know we don't have a we don't have a chance when it comes to those names. Like you don't see Shaniquas and all those types of names too often, right? Associated with um people with um higher positions. Yeah, you might catch them at a gas um you know convenience. Nothing nothing wrong with convenience stores, but you know what I'm saying though. I get what you're saying. You know those type of places, man. But that's that unconscious bias. It is because it it truly is. And so I'll give you another uh, another example because. This actually ended up changing a law. So in the 1930s, right, government officials literally drew lines around areas where they deemed poor financial risks based on the racial composition of the people that lived in that area. And so when they did that, the banks then were able to refuse to offer mortgages to the black people that were living there. Uh, and they this actually went all the way up to the Supreme Court, and that's how the Fair Fair Credit Housing Act came into play. It's right there. I mean, there's a lot. Uh, we we know this. We we all know this. Not not not. And all that's of us. why. And I know, but that's why that's why I'm saying critical race theory is needed because people people have to hear and see these things. I mean, you think about like there well, was, well, there was another example that was given. In, in that point, in, you're right. You're right. I, I, I'll take it back. So hell yes, then. Because you're breaking it down a little further than why I was going with it at first because I had something totally different yeah. in, in, my, in my mental of what I wanted to say. But, but there's, there's and, and you will be able to speak to this better than I, but think about like, think about, you know, some, some, some guy rents a hotel, right? Yes. And he's, he's coming in, right? He's coming in out the rain. He's got his hood on. And the guy at the desk, can I help you? It's like, yeah, I got a room here. Oh. No, you don't. Yes, I got a room here. Well, prove, prove to me that you got a room. And he pulls out his uh, little key card, right? And the guy was like, where did you get that key card from? And, was and that a true story? Yes. Yeah. Yes, it's a true story. That's what oh. I'm telling it. I'm not making stuff up. <laughs> this, is, this really happened. And the guy pulled a key out of his pocket, and then the guy still didn't believe him. He was like, let me see the key card. He was like, that's not your key. And the guy was like, what? Yeah, I'll, I'm going to tell you a quick story that happened between me and my brother, Rodney. Mm-hmm. We was um, going to um, South Carolina, I do believe. And I called to book a room. It was around bike week, I believe. I don't know how, how long ago was this. And I called to book a room, and I'm talking... Hey, you know, I need to get a room, <laughs> you know. Oh, we're, we're all, we're sold out. We're sold out. Sold out. Mm-hmm. So you told me. So 
not to look right. Maybe if you call and sound like you're white, you might get a room. He called back. This is no joke. Hey, how are you? You know, you have any rooms available? Yeah. Oh, yes, we do. We have two rooms available. And, got, and I just called the same hotel. He told me it was no rooms available. That's the true story back in the days. Yeah. Well, think about people who make people. <laughs> That's crazy. Think I, about people who make asinine comments like, oh, he speaks so well. Like, oh, what? Oh, my. We see. You've heard it. Oh, heard it last night. <laughs> Listen, here's the thing about that. I'm going to tell you this quick story again since okay. we're talking about bringing people together. Yep. Last night, me, my brothers, we were all at um, at um, a restaurant in Hampton. Mm-hmm. And we all live in this neighborhood called The Creek. Yep. And um, we was talking last night. And when Mike, when Mike T moved to um, The Creek from Denby, Mm-hmm. You know, first thing they said, I wasn't in the neighborhood at the time. They was telling the story last night. Yeah. First thing they said, oh, he talking white. Uh-huh. Because he's from Denby. It's the white area. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it wasn't he wasn't talking white. He was talking white. He was just being Mike. Yeah. You know? But we associate the way you talk as being talking white. So when I go home to Lynchburg sometimes, mm-hmm. you know how they say. Yeah. Scoop, talking all white. <laughs> it's not about me talking white. It's just I was educated a little bit differently. That's all it was. Yeah, but to me, it, you know, people try to give that as a comment, and it's not. It's a backhanded comment. Yes. It really is. It, I mean, it's no such thing it, as talking white or black. Exactly. It's, not it's, you're, it's English language. It's English. Everybody yeah. talks different. Yeah, so. If you, go down, if you go down to the south, oh, you have a southern accent. Or you go it's up north. Accent. You have a northern. You, you sound like you're northern. But we speak in English. That's all I want. That's all it is. Yeah. And uh, there was another study that uh, I read about, which closely relates to things that happen here in the U.S., right? So they did this study. Like, I don't, I don't know where it was, but they did this study where they had this white teenager in a park, right? And he was trying to cut off the chains to a bicycle, and he was he was part of the experiment. And I bet he got help. No, no, <laughs> hold on. So people would come up to him and be like, "Is that your bike?" And he was instructed to say, "No, that's not my bike." But nobody questioned him further. They just continued to allow him to, you know, try to break the lock off. Okay. Right. So then they put a black teenager with the bicycle, right, and. It went off the rails. They called the cops. It, it was all kinds of stuff. That's taught. But but check this out. He told them he was he had to answer yes. This is my bike. And oh. so he said yes. This is my bike. I'm having trouble with my lock. They still called the cops on him. Of course, man. And then the third subject was a teenage girl. And she was instructed to answer, no, this is not my bike, and I'm going to steal it. She literally said she was going to steal it. And what happened to her? There were like three men that were going to help her steal it. It's disgusting. <laughs> anyway. But, uh, but that's the kind of unconscious bias that has to be taught. Be- it it kind of goes back to our other episode, right? The United States is the only place in the world outside of maybe communist countries where you can get pulled over for a missing headlight and be killed i'm, I'm, I'm telling you man it they they was toward that back in the days about blacks 
that came back from the Jim Crow laws a long time ago. You know what I'm saying? That all we do is steal, you know, whatever, whatever. You know what I'm saying? We're not stealing anything, man. We're trying to help ourselves. It's hard to say when you're not given a fair chance. You know what I'm saying? And all you're trying to do is get a fair chance. If we go in your garden, man, and get something to eat, man, we're hungry. Because you didn't give us any food. You took the land. Mm -hmm. You promised us 40 acres and a mule. And gave us absolutely nothing. So, what, what do you expect us to do? I mean, seriously. You, you, you gave us used books with some of the pages missing out of them. So, we had a hard time even trying to learn the lessons to even to, um, to adapt to society after slavery. So, a lot of that stuff, man, has been taught for over years. And it's just ingrained in them guys, man. So, they don't understand that. But they, they refuse to unlearn. To relearn. Yeah. But once they understand that part, start to unlearn and relearn, maybe we'll see a little bit more um, justice for everybody. And I'm not saying just for for blacks or anything like for, for anybody, man. They have to understand that all people have problems, black and white. Yeah. But it's, they only um, seems to think about black people only, that the worst human beings alive, even in other countries. Even in other countries, man, black people look down on. Well, it's because of it's because of a learned behavior over a course of a long period, period. of time. It's okay. It's yeah. crazy, but I think I do think that if critical race theory ha- is going to be taught in school, it should be uniform, and it and it should be designed by a diverse group of people. Yes. Because Sorry. because if you let Arkansas teach one thing, Virginia teach another, Florida barely does it, so on and so forth, we're, we'll still we'll still be in the same boat. It's like this right here. Um, because I'm I'm going to go to a point you right. just made, which is we can't use the same textbooks to learn. Oh, yeah. In today's world, we can't, can't we can't, and you know. I get it. We need to learn about the history, but we need to learn about the whole history, not just pieces of it. True. I'm going I'm to I'm say something real fast about, I'm going to piggyback off of what you said about teaching the same thing. You know, um, excuse me. I don't, I don't do religion. Mm-hmm. You know, if you, if you know me, if you're a good friend of mine, you know, don't do that. But it's one religion. Did you have a witness? Mm-hmm. Okay. They teach the same Sermon or service, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. in each of the temple, um, the halls. Mm-hmm. So if you go to a hall in California or Florida or whatever, it's a, if it's on a Saturday or Sunday, it's the same lesson. They move their people at once. They at one point. Mm-hmm. So if you go to like other places, they they'll teach something in this Bible, this part of the Bible, that part of the Bible, different churches. But in the Jehovah Witness. They would teach the same service in every one of those divisions. So, when you said about um, teaching that that that, that um, group, mm-hmm. they should teach it as units. It's when you start teaching it. I don't care when you start. This is how we go on page. You no, know, yeah, chapter by chapter. We're all, all learning the same the same thing. And then that same group that creates this the the curriculum. They need to have rotating members. Yes. Coming in and out, reviewing the work, adding things. You learn things. You may have to take stuff out. 
Yeah. And it, it just needs to be continually updated. Like, one of the things that drives me nuts about school, especially about history, because I used to joke with the kids about nobody, everybody should be getting an A-plus in history. Don't change. It don't change. <laughs> it's the same stuff. Everybody knows, you know, in our school books, and I know you're probably going to say something about it, and other people will too, but everybody's taught George Washington is the first president of the United States. Which he wasn't, but I'm not And he wasn't. I knew, I knew you were going to do that. Yeah. And, and, and listeners, go look it up. George Washington was not the first president of the United States. But anyhow, um, you know, teach stuff that's relevant, but my goodness, do you have to have history every year? Well, every year in high school, you got to do history. I mean, some of that history, man, it's, 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 um, it's, I'm more, don't al- need it. yeah, I'm Somebody more, I'm more along the lines of teach people what they need to survive when they're adults. See, that that's what they're not going to do. I know. <laughs> and that's, they're not going to do that. And, because and, if they do that, the economy would be. Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay. Um, but along that lines, that's where I personally think critical race theory needs to come into play. Because if you don't teach people that when they're kids and their minds are growing and forming, then all they do see is all that crazy racist stuff. Well, I'm going to take that back to a hell yes now since we're breaking this whole thing down. I, I was totally wasn't prepared for that. Mm-hmm. I was going on. I think I thought it was only going to teach. When you broke the um, critical racism down, I, I thought it was just teaching the same Black people was bought, sold, and that type of crap. But yeah, no. when, when you said the other parts about, you know, that, I respect that. So, um, yeah, I say they need to teach it. Mm-hmm. You should be uniformed. Yeah. Um, also, um, the thing about teaching teaching that, they shouldn't even call it black history or anything because I, I think it, it puts a target on on the black students in school. It should just be part of the history. history. It shouldn't be, oh, it's black history. It's just be part of the history because, oh, here we go. We got to go into end month or yada, yada, yada. People make fun of that, you know what I'm saying, because that's what they're taught at home. Yeah, but, and to me, the and don't get me wrong, I, I hope listeners don't take this the wrong way. Oh, but, but it's cool. Why assign... A month for Black History. Well, it's. I mean, well, it's, I get it. It's to, just to dedication bring, to, yeah. to bring enlightenment to what's going on. I respect that part. I respect that part I, I too. That. But it should be all the time. It is all the time. <laughs> it's just got that one month, like Christmas is in December. Yeah, it's just got that 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 theme. You're right, and it's, it works. It works. I mean, because that for that one month, you do nowadays they are teaching more about different people. Yeah, usually that month you only had about. 10 damn people that you learn about growing up, you know, yeah. part of Mustard Rolls of well, Parks and yada, yada, yada. Yeah. And I remember back in the day, it was very heavily Martin Luther King yeah. centric. It was like, you just talked about him. Yeah. You know, but it's so many more people that I wouldn't even get into that right now. Like the people who invented the traffic lights, the mailbox. Oh yeah. You know, the, the alarm system we have in our homes today, stuff that we're using till this day was invented by black people. But I won't even get into all that because of the simple fact is that's a whole other subject of yes, that's, topics and all that good stuff. But I mean, it brings, it, it brings things to, you know, a good point in the sense that we're not being taught the right things. We're not for years. We're not, but, but it, that's because they had a system designed not to teach the right things. Right. Which is, which is why critical race theory is important. 
because it's not just the product of an individual bias or a prejudice. It is something that is embedded in our legal systems, our laws, our policies. It's all, it's, it, it really truly is amazing to go look and research some of this stuff because people just don't realize how much you can be oppressed and not even know it. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. man. I mean, we, we grew up that way. I hate to say it. We, we actually grew up that way. We watched our parents and I know my dad listened. My mom listened, I believe. Um, I seen it with myself with my own eyes. You know, the things that my dad and my mom did, you know, and I'm looking at it like, you know, when I was younger, okay, maybe it's right. But as I'm an older man and I can think, I can research and I start doing things a little differently now, mm-hmm. I say, man, they didn't have a chance. They didn't even give me a chance. I had to go outside and look for it because they didn't know. And that's because the system is designed that way to keep them not knowing. Yeah. You know, it's like I say, man, if you want to keep anything from a person, hide it from a person, where you put it at? In a book, especially yeah. a black person. Because after school, most black, I'm not saying most blacks, I'm just going to use a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they stop learning. They start to accept their environment. Yeah. And when you start accepting your environment, you start to become what? Comfortable. And when you get comfortable, you tell the same people, get your job. Because you're comfortable. Yeah. And then you end up doing what? Spending a whole lot of time on a job for a little bit of money. Yep. And that's how we get stuck in the rat race. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get out of here with this stuff right here, man. But that's how blacks don't advance because the simple fact is they stop learning. Personally, I'm going on my side of people. They stop learning. Yeah. And the ones that keep learning, keep pushing it. Don't don't let nobody tell you anything different. Keep learning, keep growing, and make a change. Yeah, and and what I would say is, I I think we're telling this story from our own personal experience. Of course, because I would say that there are are a lot of black professionals and successful black people. Yes, a lot, a lot. You just don't get to hear about it. You just you know you just get to hear about a couple of core billionaires and but there's and stuff like there, that but there is there really is there's plenty of people out there that's doing positive things man that's, that's that's moving my only thing is that we're not touching enough people we're not spreading the news that we are somebody and we can make moves because it we look at a, a neighborhood and think that Oh, just a bunch of bombs or drug dealers or whatever down there. There's some smart mm-hmm. people in those neighborhoods, man. Of course. But they won't build programs down there. They won't go and build a, a center down there to help them um, be financial literate. They won't do that. Well, I don't think there's a, that anywhere. I, I'm trying to say, but they should start building centers, man. The churches should come together and build a center to start helping people um, work on their finances, how to help them be. <laughs> well, the churches ain't giving up their money. But that's, that's, that's a sad <laughs> part, though. Yeah, I know. Because they should. It's like 20 of them in one radius, three mile on radius, man. Go ahead, go out there and help your community like you're supposed to do. That's what you are, you are teaching that. So go and help those guys. Build a, build a community. I mean, you're probably fighting over the damn name of the building. <laughs> Just for one cause, man. Just go ahead and help somebody else out, man, so we can get this thing passed, you know, to go further in our lives. Yeah. I'm done. 
<laughs> yeah. So, listeners, this is a pretty tough topic. I know a lot of people have various opinions on it, but here's my simple take on it. If we're if we're teaching history in any manner, we teach history. And that's that's just my opinion. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Yes. You cannot just erase the bad stuff because you won't you're you're afraid of hurting somebody's feelings. Okay? You can't do that. And really I, I just don't understand people's mindset that they absolutely don't want you to know. That's it's crazy. Why not? It and that that in itself is oppressive. Yeah. That in itself says, I don't want you to tell your story because that guy over there is going to get his feelings hurt. Well, it's okay. What? It's okay. And that, that kind of stuff just boggles my mind. Feelings get hurt all the time. Right. But guess what? If you taught it properly, people would know it and they can digest it. They can, they can start to, you know, think about what's going on because if you don't, if you do not address racism head on, it will it will sit under your skin like an itch. <laughs> if your feelings hurt, that means something's wrong with you. It's crazy. You're the problem. If your feelings hurt because somebody's telling the truth, yeah, you're the problem. And this is not meant to divide people. It's meant to teach you teach what everybody. It's, it's meant to teach you the systemic racism that happens in this country. All right, let's let's wrap this one up, man. This is. But we'll dive back into this. Yeah, this one will be an ongoing topic, I'm sure. Yes. All right, so that is a hell yes for me. Hell yes. I changed yeah. my mind earlier. Um, yes, it's a hell yes. No, I enjoy yeah. this one. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know what you had for me, but this one right here. This is going to keep coming up. I bet you will have another episode But on this it, right but. here, I, I took it other ways. I'm sorry, too, because, you know, I'm talking about people coming together and all that. It's all just about the growth for um, African-Americans mm-hmm. and all people, not just African-Americans. Anybody can help and do whatever they have to do. But I know I took it somewhere else because sometimes when you start talking about topics like this. Yeah. It, That's part of the conversation, though. It, I wouldn't it, even it apologize. That's yeah. just part of how we're talking uh, talking through it. But I so. enjoyed it. I'm sorry. Go ahead and do your thing. All right. So that's our show for today. Make sure that you share this episode with your friends, your family, and your coworkers. Talk about it. See what they think about CRT. If you have topic ideas, email us at hellyesorhellno at gmail.com. And make sure you come back every Friday by subscribing for free. Also, you can let us know if today's topic is a hell yes or a hell no for you by following us on any social media account. We're on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook. Go look up hell yes or hell no. We want to hear from you. So until then, let's talk about it.